three, two, one. Welcome back to the Bushnell Project. John Bushnell here. And I want to encourage you today as we continue to read God's Word and in Deuteronomy, in chapter 28, not to be discouraged, but to stay focused. And we're going to look at some of the curses now. We looked yesterday at the blessings of following God and following what He says and doing what He says. The obedience, now we're going to look at what happens when you get distracted and you turn to the left or the right or become basically disobedient to God. So let's start verse 15 of Deuteronomy chapter 28. But if you will not obey the voice of the Lord your God to be careful to do all his commandments and his statutes that I command you today, then all these curses shall come upon you and overtake you. Cursed shall you be in the city. And cursed shall you be in the field. Cursed shall your basket and your kneading bowl. Cursed shall be the fruit of your womb and the fruit of your ground, the increase of your herds and the young of your flock. Cursed shall you be when you come in and cursed shall you be when you go out. The Lord will send on you curses, confusion and frustration in all that you undertake to do. Until you are destroyed and perish quickly on account of the evil of your deeds, because you have forsaken me. The Lord will make the pestilence stick to you until he has consumed you of the land that you are entering to take possession of, of it. The Lord will strike you with wasting disease and with fever, inflammation and fiery heat and with drought and with blight and with mildew. They shall pursue you until you perish. And the heavens over your head shall be bronze, and the earth under your, under you shall be iron. The Lord will make the rain of your land powder. From heaven dust shall come down on you until you are destroyed. Now that's a dust bowl of drought, right? Verse 25. The Lord will cause you to be defeated before your enemies. You shall go out one way against them and flee seven ways before them. And you shall be a horror to all the kingdoms of the earth. And your dead body shall be food for all the birds of the air and for the beasts of the earth. And there shall be no one to frighten them away. The Lord will strike you with the boils of Egypt and with the tumors and scabs and itch of which you cannot be healed. The Lord will strike you with madness and blindness and confusion of mind. And you shall grope. At noonday, as the blind grope in the darkness, you shall not prosper in your ways. And you shall be only oppressed and robbed continually, and there shall be no one to help you. You shall betroth the wife, but another man shall ravish her. You shall build a house, but you shall not dwell in it. You shall plant a vineyard, but you shall not enjoy its fruit. Your ox shall be slaughtered before your eyes, but you shall not yet Eat any of it. <clears throat> your donkey shall be seized before your face, but shall not be restored to you. Your sheep shall be given to your enemies, but there shall be no one <clears throat> to help you. Your sons and your daughters shall be given to another people, while your eyes look on and fail with longing for them all day long. But you shall be helpless. A nation that you have not known shall eat up the fruit of your ground, and all and of all your labors 
and you shall be only oppressed and crushed continually, so that you are driven mad by the sights that your eyes see. The Lord will strike you on the knees and on the legs with grievous boils of which you cannot be healed from the sole of your foot to the crown of your head. Right, I'm going to stop there because this just keeps getting more depressing. But <clears throat> So we read through verse 35. Now I want to you know, reiterate here that Moses is preparing the people to go in. They are to be holy, separate, different from all the other peoples of the earth. They're to care for one another. And to care for the sojourner, the widow, the orphans. They are to be diligent. They're to work six days a week. They're to worship God holy one day a week. They are to be God-centered. And the word that God is giving them, the word of God, is this masterful piece that helps them stay focused on what's most important. And we live in a time and day where there is so much that distracts us, but they had things distracting them as well. And all these curses are going to, you would think, really get them to focus in and stay focused in. But we all know that it doesn't take long for for the Israelites to fall into the sin trap. And we, we today are the same way. We can get so quickly distracted. And the next thing you know, we are miles off course, maybe even going completely in the wrong direction. So God's word is what we need, and we need it every day. <clears throat> and we need to get better and better at reading it and being around people who can sharpen us in our understanding of what God's word says, of keeping us from going uh, off course, if you will. So there's a lot of people that read God's word, and they really go off the deep end if they're not in tune with what God is saying actually in his word. And so one way to, I mean, God set up the church so there would be elders, bishops, overseers to protect the flock from from wolves, even wolves within the leadership. What do the wolves do? They lead the sheep astray. And so they will use parts of God's word, just like the serpent did with Eve. Did God surely say that, that you would die? Surely you will not die. If you eat of this apple. And so the devil uses trickery, lies to us, gets us to believe things that are not true. And then because we do swallow that pill, now we're in deeper. We start figuring we can't recover. But there is a way to recover from sin. And that is to repent, turn from those wicked ways, cry out to God for mercy, and go hard after God by reading his word, by praying and by being around those like-minded believers. So let's keep pressing forward, guys. God bless you guys. Hope you have a good day. We'll talk to you soon.